brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is FCB Radio, where real talk lives. Visit us online at fcbradio.com. Welcome to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And today is a very special episode. Earlier today, I taped an interview with the great mayor of our great city of Cleveland, Mayor Frank Jackson. And we're not going to waste any time. We're going to jump into that interview right now. All right. We have the distinct pleasure and honor today of having a very special guest on the show. He is the mayor of our great city, our home city of Cleveland, Mayor Frank Jackson. Welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. All right. So uh, obviously uh, we're dealing with everything that the world is dealing with right now uh, with the situation with the coronavirus. So I guess first to to open it, talk about uh, where we stand uh, right now, the uh, decisions that's been made on a local and a statewide level and uh, and kind of leading up to where we go from here. Well, uh, where we are right now in terms of just statistics, uh, we've gone from uh, the first confirmed case um, about a month ago, uh, and there was uh, someone who had traveled to Germany and had come back to over 350 cases as of today. Now, that's just in the city of Cleveland. So in pretty much a month or less, we've gone from... uh, Zero, one, to over 350-something cases over that amount. And we've gone 
from uh, uh, from um, one death probably about um, oh three weeks ago to ten. So we are uh, the progression of this uh, of this virus and 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 the effects of it. Now, if you uh, look at that and who becomes the uh, proportional or disproportional group, uh, it will be minorities, particularly African Americans, who are being affected by it. And that same dynamic is happening at the state level and the federal level. In some cities, is even worse than here, as you know, like New York, mm-hmm. they subject to have 100 people die a day. Mm-hmm. In other major areas, even in Detroit and Los Angeles, there's places like that. And so the, the national uh, uh, infection rate and the national death toll is quite a bit. It, 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 I, I think is over 27 to 28,000 people have died nationally. And on the state level, uh, I believe it's in the hundreds. So the, the magnitude of this is, is significant. So that is why it's very important, uh, particularly those who are uh, being affected by it disproportionately. Now, it affects everybody, black, white, Hispanic, doesn't matter. Young, old, mm-hmm. uh, middle age, it doesn't matter. But uh, the three basic rules of stay at home, um, wash your hands often, and to keep social distances if you have to go out for some necessary or essential reason is very important because those things have helped us slow the increase. Uh, as you may know, that there has been uh, this discussion about when we would peak. Mm-hmm. And the projection for Ohio and Cleveland is that we would see a spike about this time uh, in April, just about now. But it has not occurred. And so there, uh, there's a debate going on as to we projected a spike, meaning the medical people projected a spike in the infections and deaths, um, but it has not really occurred. And so the question is, um, one, they know that the preventive measures of stay at home, wash your hands, and keep social distance has had significant effect. The closing down of schools and, and, and mass gatherings and sporting events and plays and all this stuff and essential uh, uh, non-essential business stuff has helped significantly. But their problem is, since there is no universal testing, they don't know how prevalent the virus is throughout the entire population. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they don't know how prevalent it is in terms of the entire population, their estimate of the spike occurring now, they don't know if that is because we've, we've uh, plateaued out or is because the spike is coming later because they don't know who really is infected. Mm-hmm. So that is where we currently are. As you know, the city of Cleveland is providing essential services. Um, and that we have essential employees and critical employees working on uh, a daily basis. And our general operations are going as normal, basically. And uh, non-essential people are working at at, uh, at home and doing whatever their role 
We're talking with Mayor uh, Frank Jackson, and uh, you touched on it earlier about the disparities that we're beginning to see uh, among race uh, and how people are being impacted and, and the outcomes uh, concerning the coronavirus. Now, you are the mayor of a city with a substantial black population. I believe the last estimate yeah. was around 46, 47 percent or so, something like that. How concerned are you about that now that we're starting to get more data and we're seeing that kind of consistently, but particularly as a mayor of a city with a significant black population? Well, I'm, I'm concerned about it in terms of being the mayor of the city of Cleveland and all of our citizens and and, 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 and the impact it's having on, on all of our citizens. But that being said, it is significantly important for minorities, particularly African-Americans, to pay close attention to following the basic rules and to uh, not take this for granted. So the messaging to them has been done in a way that uh, that we want to really emphasize that because I am concerned that because there is a disproportionate um, uh, representation on the negative side with minorities and African Americans that we want to pay uh, a special and significant attention to indicating that to them so that uh, they just don't assume that this is nothing and it doesn't affect them. Mm-hmm. And so so I'm, I am concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm concerned if people are not taking it seriously. I'm concerned if people are uh, believing uh, that it's not, uh, it doesn't affect them or it doesn't pertain to them. And so we constantly are doing messaging, attempting to get to that population, uh, particularly young people, and people who are generally uh, are not the best rule, best rule followers anyway, right? <laughs> uh, uh, trying to get to them and let them know that uh, you you need to take this serious, and it is serious, and it is impacting you. And even if you're young, and and statistically, uh, if you caught it, your your chance of surviving would be pretty good. But you have grandparents, and you have parents. And they may be of age or have some underlying chronic illness uh, that if they, uh, if you gave it to them because you were careless or didn't take it seriously, your parents or grandparents are subject to die. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that is the message we're saying. So I am concerned. Mm-hmm. Since it is disproportionately uh, 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 affecting um um, minorities, particularly black population, that that population uh, takes this seriously. And even if they are young and they believe they're invincible and that statistics show that they will probably recover, uh, they can and will affect those who they care about in their families or their uh, other relatives and, and friends who they care about who may not be in the same situation as them. They may be older, they may have chronic underlying illnesses, and when you combine the two of those things, then you, those, that population, uh, the death among that population is significant if they catch it. More to come with Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson. We'll be right back here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. 
Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin'? It is your friendly neighborhood Simba, Aaron Malik, here to remind you guys to go stream my new single, Tempo, on all streaming platforms. Yes, all of them. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora, all that. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. We rock, we roll, we rock to the tempo. The dance floor where we come alive. Let loose through your limbs, how you feel inside. Mama, take my hand, show me the best you can. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Outlaws Radio Show. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. Part two of our interview with Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson. We're talking with Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson. And um, as I'm sure you've seen, the state of Ohio has gotten a lot of praise uh, across the country for the way that we've handled this, for our response and everything from a state level to a local level. Um, talk about what you've seen and how you feel that the state of Ohio and the residents have handled um, all of this from a policy level and as well from a personal level. Well, Governor DeWine has shown great leadership uh, because at the state level, he has provided a framework in which local communities can operate in. And and uh, as opposed to um, um, what originally happened at the national level as if this was some kind of hoax and some conspiracy theory, and so we didn't have leadership, which forced governors and mayors to go out on their own. And, and you know, when people are out on their own without leadership, the, the whole attitude is like being on the street. You get yours, I got mine, you get yours, right? <laughs> right. And so uh, when the governor came and he put in this framework of leadership, it allowed us to be a fall within that framework, which made it much easier for us on the local level in terms of uh, a crowd, mass gatherings, in terms of helping to define essential businesses, uh, helping us to... Uh, uh, give us direction on 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 um, the three basic rules of of um, stay at home, uh, wash your hands, social distancing, uh, though all those kinds of things that that we're operating more as a state in some in unison, and which is a tremendous help, which helps at the 
end, ultimately, it, it goes to helping to prevent the infection and the spread in the depths. So I, I give the governor a, a lot of uh, credit for that. Now, this is the thing that, I, that we should be looking for coming uh, as we move forward. Now, uh, since uh, all over the uh, country, except for a few places like New York and other places where, where you've had this significant uh, infection and, and, and deaths and things like that, uh, because of people following those three basic rules, uh, there has not, the new infections are beginning to slow down and the deaths are beginning to slow down. So now what you have, you have people, businesses who are uh, uh, either uh, losing significant amount of money or potentially going out of business. You have the stock market who is losing uh, wealth and, 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 and value. And so the People who are looking at the economy want us to juice the economy back up, which means you got to, and in order to do that, you got to put people back on the street. Mm -hmm. They got to put people back on the street, back to working, uh, social gatherings, and, and all this other kind of thing. You can imagine if you, the Indians, the Browns, and the Cavaliers, uh, 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 not having any revenue coming in, but they still get expenses. I don't care how wealthy you are, you can't carry a business with expenses and have zero revenue coming in. You can only do that so long. Right. And the same thing with these corporations that are losing uh, 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 value in their, in their shares and their stocks and things like that, having to lay off employees and the fact that people are purchasing a thing so they can't sell things so they're losing money. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a tremendous amount of pressure to restart the economy. Then on the other side of this equation, you have the health people who say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Since we don't have universal testing, we don't really know the prevalence here. If we begin to start social gathering again and begin to allow for uh, people just mill around and go back to work and, and jumpstart this economy and just start it back up, what will happen is uh, we will get uh, significant infections, which means we'll have a significant spike in infections and deaths, and we'll never be able to get it back under control. So yeah, this is the debate going on on the national level and on the state level and on the local level. If that is the debate now, right. what should we do? Should we begin to jumpstart this economy if we do that, how should it be done? And that is the big debate that's going on. As a matter of fact, the President uh, uh, Trump has said that he has complete power and authority to open the economy and tell the governors that the governors can't do anything about it. Well, the governors pushed back on that Democrat and Republican said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. First of all, the Constitution doesn't allow you that authority. And secondly, we're not going to have you uh, do that and we know that that is going to be harmful to our state and to our uh, cities and to our people mm -hmm. because the infections will go up and the deaths will go up. So they have this big debate that's going on right now. That's what's occurring right now. It's happening in the city with the business community and, and the medical people at the state with the businesses and medical and at the federal level mm -hmm. to the point that you now see at Governor DeWine's press conference that people protesting him and protesting his uh, health director because uh, these are people who want to 
junk the economy back and a more uh, conservative uh, kind of people who believe that everything's okay now, let's just go back to work, as opposed to the medical people who say, hey, wait a minute, things are better. They haven't, they haven't gotten as bad as we thought. It would get simply because we did the right thing, but it's too early to do all of what you want to do as quickly as you want to do it. That's the big debate right now. Right, and that actually leads into uh, my next question that I had for you. Uh, as a chief executive, what would you need to see in order for you to feel comfortable enough to say, okay, we can open the city of Cleveland back up? Well, right now I have my people, my uh, operations people and, and development people uh, putting together um, uh, 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 a strategic plan to look at this particular issue. And the and the framework of it is how do we minimize the burden and suffering of people and businesses, position people and businesses for the recovery, and have that recovery be so that they are better off than they were before the pandemic occurred. And so I have them now looking at uh, our resources uh, in terms of dollars for economic development, social service activities, you know, all those kind of things, and monies that are coming in from the federal government uh, and how that money can be used and leveraged in a strategic way to better position Cleveland for this because uh, we don't want to be uh, 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 just saying, yes, we support this, or that, or no, we don't support this or that, and not have some basic um, uh, uh, information or some basis to what our decision-making is. Mm -hmm. So we're putting together that now so that we can determine as we go forward, as we're working with our healthcare people, as we're working with the business people, as we're working to see, uh, even if the federal government says something and the state says something, we may say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, that doesn't work for us because we don't see it that way. And then we have a rational basis to uh, as to why we agree or disagree with whatever it is that they're talking about doing. Okay. The conclusion of our interview with Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson is coming up next here on The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Yo, what's up? Bring the noise right here. Chuck B, public enemy number one. You are tuned in the Outlaws Radio Show. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
This is the Outlaws Radio Show. Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the outlaws radio follow us on twitter at outlaws radio and on instagram at the outlaws radio now here is the conclusion of our interview with cleveland mayor frank jackson uh we're talking with cleveland mayor frank jackson and i know you have to leave so real quick uh the last question that i have for you is i think sometimes we we see politicians and public officials and we forget that they're people too and you also going through this, you're going through it just like everybody else. You're not being able to oh, see. Oh, yeah, I'm at home. Yeah. I'm at home right now doing this interview. <laughs> right. You're not able to see uh, your friends and family. So just talk about right. um, how it's impacted you personally and, and how, how well, you've been you able know, to deal uh, with that. Well, in my family, uh, you know, I'm at home. And uh, yesterday I went out. I had some things I had to do, but I wore masks. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know I keep my distance from people, and and I wore a surgical mask and all of that. You know, I wash my hands. I use hand sanitizer. I'm staying at home. I'm I'm, I'm following the rules. City Hall is only open for essential employees on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Uh, every other day is closed down. And the public can't even come in on Tuesday and Wednesdays just for essential people because you got to go in and do some things to catch up and, and keep the, keep the thing running. And so, uh, and so I try to do most of whatever I'm gonna do. And even then, uh, we're wearing masks at work uh, and doing those kind of things. Now we have our operation like the uh, police, fire, EMS, uh, waste collection. Uh, the people being brought on to cut the vacant lots. We'll have our street So All these things will continue this operation. But these people are working in utilities, water, sewer, Cleveland Public Power. They're out there working every day. And so we're trying to keep them safe at the same time. Mm-hmm. We're setting up uh, uh, mechanisms for when people come to work to have at least their temperatures checked to see if they're demonstrating any symptoms that they are then they have to go home so we can say to people who are coming to work, hey, look, we're protecting you and we're giving you uh, uh, by not allowing people who have symptoms to come to work. If you have a symptom, you have to go home. Mm-hmm. You see, those kinds of things. So it's a, a, not only am I uh, affected because I'm in a, a leadership seat and have to deal with it in that way, I'm also affected by it in terms of just uh, uh, being, as you said, human mm-hmm. and, and, and coming under the same uh, dynamics and condition as anyone else. So it's, it's, it's uh, but you know what? Uh, uh, you know, no one asks us to do these things. When you're in these positions, right. when you're in these positions, no one made us do this. We actually ask for people to give us the ability to sit in these seats. So we ain't got nothing to complain about. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Uh, Congressman Stokes told me once back in the late 80s before I became a councilman, he said, I can't understand these elected officials complaining about people calling them or bringing their problems to them. He said, he said when you ask for people to vote for you, you're asking for them to call you and bring the problem. So we, 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 we have uh, we have asked to be in a position of leadership. It is us 
to us to lead and to accept the accountability and the responsibility of that leadership, which means we have to make decisions that may not always be popular, but they must be decisions that are what we believe are the right decisions based on what our job is, and that is to serve the people and the residents and the businesses of this city. So that's where my mind is on that. And in that, I got a personal life I got to deal with, too. Right. Absolutely. But I'm going to say one thing I really appreciate. I know that you, uh, uh, you've been running our PSAs, yes. public service announcement. Yes. And I know that you reach um, uh, a population that uh, would, who will listen to you and, and, and listen to your, your uh, broadcast that would not pay attention to any other, the tra- the other traditional media. And I want to tell you how much I appreciate You've given me this uh, form and this venue to get the message across. People do need to stay at home. I don't care what's going on out there. Weather's getting better and all this stuff. People stay, need to stay at home. They need to look out for themselves and their family members. Stay at home. Wash your hands often. And if you have to go out for essential or necessary things, keep your social distance. And if you have a mask, wear it your mouth or something like that. It is serious, mm-hmm. and it affects disproportionately minorities and black people. And, 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 and our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and elderly aunts and uncles, even if you're young, if you infect them, they're more likely to die. They're more likely to die. And so I, I, I really appreciate you giving me the ability to communicate to people. And then finally, did you get the Samuel L. Jackson uh, video about staying home? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> then that's the message that we need to give the people. Stay at home. Okay? <laughs> Absolutely. Thank all you right. so much, Mayor. I really appreciate this. And thank you for all that all you're right, doing for the city. Thank you very much. Thank all you. Right. All right. We'll be right back with more of The Outlaws. The Outlaws Radio Show on iHeartRadio and the FCB Radio Network. Yo, 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 what's poppin', what's poppin'? It is your friendly neighborhood Simba, Aaron Malik, here to remind you guys to go stream my new single, Tempo, on all streaming platforms. Yes, all of them. YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Pandora, all that. I greatly appreciate it. Love you guys. We rock, we roll, we rock to the tempo. The dance floor where we come alive. Let loose through your limbs, how you feel inside. Mama, take my hand, show me the best you can. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back to the Outlaw Radio Welcome back to the Outlaws. This is the Kingpin alongside Jessica Lavish. Don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Outlaws Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Outlaws Radio and on Instagram at the Outlaws Radio. And real quick, I want to send a very special thank you once again to Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson for spending time with us on the show. Thank you. I really appreciate that. We really appreciate that. It's always an honor when the mayor graces our show with his presence. So I absolutely appreciate that. Uh, So now before we leave you today, we got one more segment to go and we are going to go to our relationship segment, Juicy. Once again, that is when we talk about a juicy relationship topic. And Ms. Lavish has a great one this week. Let's go. <laughs> so my question to you is, you know, social media is a huge part of our world nowadays. Yes. yes. And some people thrive. That's how they make their living. Some people yeah. love it. Some people don't really care. Some people just have a page just to have a page. Right. My question is to you is, if you're in a relationship, do you feel like it is important to post your significant other or do you feel like you should post your significant other or vice versa? Would you want your significant other to post you or do you feel like they should post you? Okay, so I understand why people say it doesn't matter. And I understand why people say Ah, you don't have to post your business. You shouldn't be posting your business on social media. What mm-hmm. we do in the comforts of our homes, our business, whatever, whatever. I understand that. And, mm-hmm. and, and to some degree, I sympathize with that line of thinking. But to answer your question directly, I say yes. And this is why. The reason why I say yes is if there's something that I am happy about, that I'm excited about, that mm-hmm. I'm glad to have in my life, I'm posting about it. Right? Yep. I'm posting about our shows. I'm posting about, for example, us being in Cleveland.com. By the way, hold on, pause. Haven't addressed that yet. Shout out to (laughs) Cleveland.com. We were in 26 Cleveland podcasts to check out on Cleveland.com this week. So I just had to say shout out. Now, continue. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So to me, I think, Post showing your relationship on social media is important. Is it a deal breaker? I don't know because nowadays it seems like because everybody shares so much nowadays, unless you just dealing with a totally, totally, totally private person, mm-hmm. usually if you're not sharing it, it's because it's a reason to it. Mm-hmm. So I, to me, I think if I'm happy with this person, like I share everything else. If I, and get I have it, nothing to hide. And you have nothing to hide, I I would share it. I don't see anything wrong with it. And I want people to see to see us us happy. If I'm exactly. in a relationship and I'm happy with this person, I want the whole I want to show I want to show everybody my girl. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's just how I feel. So what's your thoughts? 
Um, I know. I mean, I I kind of get the whole privacy thing, but we not posting sex tapes now. You know what I mean? <laughs> me posting a picture of you and me sitting on the couch together is not going into anybody's privacy. It's right, just right, simply right. letting them know, like like you said, hey, this is my girl, this is my man. I'm proud of this person. Da-da-da. To me, when yeah. you don't post them, it's kind of like, are you hiding them from everybody else to kind of seem like you're still single? Mm-hmm. Or like, what is the point of not posting? Like, I know you want to, you know, keep your privacy, but I mean, no, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> it, it's it, it's not private. You know what I mean? Like, your relationship should not be private. Some things in your relationship should be private. Absolutely. Yes, but you shouldn't be. I shouldn't feel like you're hiding me, or you have because to me, if you don't post me and I'm posting you, you have an ulterior motive. Like, you don't mm-hmm. want your friends to know that you talk to me. You don't want these girls that follow you to know that you talk to me or the girls' DMs that you've been sliding in. You know what I mean? To, yeah. to know that you talk to me. So that's how I always feel about it. Now, are you okay with being in a, re- in a relationship and that person sends DMs or comments? You know how you can make reactions to stories with yeah. hard eyes. Is that okay with you? Or do you think that that is crossing the line? Oh, if someone else? Yeah. So, so, so someone outside of your relationship. Yeah. So, say your girlfriend follows this guy and she, he posts a picture and she sends the reaction with hard eyes to him. Do you Mm -hmm. think that that is okay? So, there's a caveat to my, to my answer to that. So, let me explain it real quick. I think it's different if it's us. And the reason why I mean, and not us doing it, but us receiving it. And the reason why I say that is because we're public figures. So you're never, ever, ever going to be able to stop public figures from getting weird messages sent to them, hearts, kissy faces, all of that. I mean, you told, you said on the show a few months back or maybe about a year or so that there was a dude that slid in your DM asking for pictures of your feet. Like mm-hmm. that, <laughs> like that's that's just part of what you're dealing with. And f- if you're a public figure, now right. if you're an average Joe, then I could understand why someone would feel some type of way about that. Right. You know what I mean? Because in our in our line of work, for example, if someone does that, even though you may feel it's disrespectful to your relationship, you may not you you'll think twice about saying something because this person may or probably is a fan. Right. And so when you're dealing with a fan, you it, it's certain interactions. Perfect example, there was a um, a post that somebody had made on, on I believe it was either Todd Allen or Khalid Namar from our sister show, uh, the Todd Allen show, on social media. And it was something I really, really disagreed with. And they had interacted with me, and I started to go there, but then I saw the person, I'm like, oh, this is a fan. Like, mm-hmm. this is a legit fan. They listen to our stuff. They like our posts. They follow us on social media. So it's like, all right, well, no, nah, let, me, let me pull back because this, this isn't just somebody else. This isn't just somebody on the street. This is somebody who's actually a fan of our work. So you think about stuff like that when you're in the positions that we're in. But mm-hmm. when it's the average Joe, I can understand why you would feel some type of way. For sure, for sure. I, I can definitely agree, but 
If my man is in other girls' DMs, we're going to have some problems, okay? Right, Period. right, right, right. Of course. Of course. Because you shouldn't be hard eyes and nothing. Now, if it's a female that is like an Instagram influencer who lives in California, I ain't really too worried because she probably gets a million. But when you're doing <laughs> it to rent to girls that live in our city, that's when it's too much for me. Like, I ain't, I ain't with the ish, okay? I'm going to just let you know I'm not with the ish. Also, I want to go back to when you said the man asked me to send pictures of my feet. Uh, Had I known we was going to be in a situation we it was in today, I would have <laughs> did it. <laughs> yeah, he offered to pay you, didn't he? Yeah, $200. I should have did it. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Sure. I forgot about that part. I forgot he offered you $200. Yeah, he offered me $200, so I should have did it. But I think, like, like we always, me and you always constantly say, being in this field or being this kind of thinker, uh, a free yeah, thinker, creative a creative person. thinker, it's hard to, you know what I mean, be with them because they don't really understand what you're thinking. And we talk about this all the time. We've talked about this several times on the show. My philosophy on it is you don't have to do what I do. As a matter of fact, in some cases, I prefer you don't do what I do because Hell that brings no. because that brings a whole another set of issues as well. Mm -hmm. So, in some cases, I prefer you don't do what I do, but I need you to understand and appreciate what I do, right? And I understand that my moves are yeah, right. I need you to support what I do and understand that our moves are a little different, yeah. and that's oh, and that's okay. But you have to appreciate that. Like I embrace. If I'm with somebody and, and they're they're doing something different, I embrace whatever it is they want to do. And I try to support and encourage whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do that in general, just period, because I'm an encouraging type of person. But I really do it with anybody who I'm with. So I'm going to encourage you, whatever you want to do, as long as it makes sense and it's not illegal or immoral, I'm going to encourage. Sure. OK, cool. Go ahead. Let's do it. What can I do to help you? follow your dream you know what i mean but i expect mm -hmm. that in return as well exactly no exactly yeah it's just it's so hard dating like it literally is so hard dating yes it is and i don't want to give up on my black man but i'm about to give me a white man because okay? <laughs> i ain't got time for this no more i'm about to give me a white man that's a businessman that wear a suit that got hair like david beckham okay because I, <laughs> I ain't got time I love my beautiful black kings, okay? Don't get me wrong, but Lord <laughs> Jesus, y'all really pushing me to the edge. It's All right, on that note, we got like 30 seconds left, so we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> I think that's a perfect place to end this conversation. All right, so we're out of here. Once again, special shout out to Cleveland Mayor Frank Jackson for being on the show. Yeah. Absolutely appreciate it. We are out of here. Everybody stay safe. Stay yes. out of the way. Stay Stop healthy. Spread. Stay healthy. Don't Wash your nasty people. hands. Don't call some people. Right. <laughs> Do all of that. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you next week. Peace. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands. Stop touching your face. And stay the f at home. The FCB Radio Network. First Class Broadcasting Worldwide. Hi, this is Mayor Frank Jackson. I'm back again to talk to you about the uh, uh, pandemic, uh, the coronavirus and the pandemic, and to reemphasize to follow the basic rules.
that is stay at home except for necessary or essential travel, wash your hands, do it often, every day, and if you do have to leave your home, then make sure you have social distancing. Now I know that um, uh, this mantra, these three rules, uh, uh, you hear it and you may not uh, uh, hear it in a way that I'd like you to hear it because I'm saying to you that this is very serious. And we are about to spike in Ohio. And what the spike means is that the number of cases that are going to be reported of infections will greatly increase and it will spike. Our ability to minimize that spike is based on you following the basic three rules. Stay at home, wash your hands often, and keep social distance. If you do that, then what will happen in Cleveland is that when the spike occurs, it will not be as high, and the duration of it will not be as long. It will level off and begin to decline. Then we can begin to plan about how do we get back to some form of normalcy. Now, I want to also express to you that when, in looking at the demographics, not just in Cleveland, but uh, throughout the country, there's a disproportionate number of minorities, particularly African-Americans, who are affected by this. So if you are African-American, minority, then you should be paying special attention to this because you are more likely to get the virus, be part of the spike, and if you have underlying issues such as asthma, heart problems, or some chronic disease, then you are subject to lose your life. Those who are non-minorities and non-African-American, the same applies to you. You're not immune because you're not a minority or you're not African-American. And I know the myth has gone around, interesting, the reverse, that if you were a minority African-American, you were less likely to um, uh, catch the virus. But uh, statistics are not proving that to be so. As a matter of fact, it's the opposite. So again, I want to reemphasize, stay at home, wash your hands often, and keep social distance. Finally, uh, we have been getting reports of people who are, I guess, getting cabinet, cabin fever because it's starting to get warm outside and people are having parties in their homes or there are businesses who think they can open up a little uh, and, and maybe not as much, uh, and people are starting to gather. I will uh, say to you that it's a big mistake. Stay at home, wash your hands, and keep social distance. If we do that, and we do that as a community, we will minimize the impact of the virus, minimize the spike that is going to occur, minimize the length of time in which this spike will exist, and we will quickly begin to recover and get back to normalcy. So again, thank you very much. We follow the three rules. Three rules. That is, stay at home, wash your hands, keep social distancing. Thank you.